Visit patreon.com forward slash homemaker chic podcast and become a patron of the show. Our patrons are special people who are invested in our message as we rescue the art of homemaking from the daily grind. You will receive digital versions of each of our cookbooks and fangirl patrons get special video access to each episode. Thank you so much to our patrons. We can't do it without you. Become a patron at patreon.com forward slash homemaker chic podcast. And now let's rock this show. Welcome to Homemaker Chic Podcast. We are here with you for another week rescuing the art of homemaking. Angela and Shay, at mm-hmm. it again. All the way. All the way. <laughs> Season 15. Here we go. Actually, we're recording this a few days early. We're recording this on a Friday, and I'm feeling it. I'm feeling Friday. Oh, I'm glad you are. I'm feeling <laughs> funky, man. Like, Hi. just You look yeah. great today. Thank you. <laughs> My French t-shirt on. Getting so ready. Styling. Count, counting my trip down. I should have bought four of these t-shirts. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm funky. I mean, it's the snow. We're going to get another 14 inches. We have 19. That's what they say. It's way more than that. I swear. Yeah. I'm just, I'm a, I'm a little ornery today. A little mm-hmm. down. Just a mm-hmm. little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember last year being in my greenhouse I wasn't I really doing anything in it yet. Being in my greenhouse. I was in my greenhouse. It was uh, the 26th. And I was like, hey, girl, like, it's almost the end of February. You made it. And by the end of the trip, like, my time in the greenhouse, I was weeping, like, just crying. Like, I don't know why. And I was like, hmm, you almost made it, kid. <laughs> Not quite. Oh, like, you were. Oh, okay. You were. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. I, yeah. I, I know. I'm. What is it? It's the 20. 20- it's it's the 24th <laughs> yeah. yeah it's the 24th um i was just thinking about that because you're you have this beautiful short if you guys don't watch the video of the podcast on patreon angela has this she has more ho- <laughs> she where has- are we going with this i have no idea what you're gonna say <laughs> she has more i was gonna say she has more hair than a horse <laughs> well she has this, like this crazy thick amazing hair and she's got this short black bob that's so chic and wonderful. And every time I see her, I'm like, I should cut my hair. And then I do it. And I'm like, Stu's like, you will not be cutting your hair in February. We do not make major life decisions in February. <laughs> no bangs. Yes. No, no bangs. Oh, it's so long right now. Look, it almost can touch my like collarbone. It's gross. <laughs> no, it looks yeah, really I've, nice. I've received like three comments in the last week. It's so pretty long. I wish you'd grow it out long again. I'm like, you know, I am a, my own person. <laughs> I, I appreciate that you liked <laughs> it long, but like, do you have to say that? I actually like the way I look. Mm-hmm. I like it short. That's why it's short. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you've ever blown blow dried my hair or had to care for it or anything it's like Mm -hmm. I had it long forever forever and like different stages of long but and I know it's been short now for what two years maybe Mm -hmm. I like it I can't wait right so when I fly out in April I do that thing you know I go to Andre yeah and then I get on a plane and oh he's gonna just (laughs) right Mm-hmm. Chop it off. Uh, it's what fun. Is it makes it about me... women. Why do we do that with our hair? Hair is a big thing for a woman, for most women. Mm-hmm. I'm generalizing. Yeah, yeah. 
Why do we do what? Well, I don't know. We just, we tend to hack. We tend to be hackers <laughs> when we're yeah. feeling well, emotional. I, I had a friend I who emotionally just... cut her hair. Like it would literally, oh. when she would go through something, it would get shorter and shorter <laughs> and shorter. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, he's so far away. So I try to save it for like four times a year or whatever. Like if I'm going to have something special or usually my haircuts are scheduled around like something big and then I can feel mm-hmm. great for the big thing and just feel crappier as the weeks wear on. And then the next big sure. thing comes and I feel great and then I feel crappy. So, yeah, um, I had, you know, when you're um like 14 and you've got your little friends, you know, you got like, like hardcore friends and you think you're just going to be friends forever. I remember my little tribe <laughs> at church when I was 14 and we'd meet in the ladies bathroom early because like our parents sang and volunteered and stuff like that. And it was just so fun. I have just the best memories of giggling and touching up our makeup and whose bangs were the best, you know, in the church bathroom before church would start. And at the time, my best friend, Sonia, one morning she walks in and like she's been crying and her uh, her bangs are like, okay. And she had like the, you know, the big waterfall bangs that well we used, this was like probably the late 80s. So it was just whose were the best and you'd curl them up and you'd tease them and then the pieces would come down and you'd aquanet them and you'd hold the curling iron on them to keep them sticking straight up and everything. Well, your mood at 14 was determined if you were having a good bangs day or a bad bangs day, right? It's like, it's yes. like today, like, what does the scale say? Am I happy? Am I sad? <laughs> you know? That's how it was when you were 14 back then. And so she had a bad bangs morning before church and she took a scissors and straight up cut them off. I mean, like to the skin, like, poof. oh, Sonia. <laughs> Bad move, Sonia. Oh my gosh, I will never forget it. I was like, "Well, that that was bold. (laughs) Way to show (laughs) them." Have you ever heard the saying, "Cutting off your nose to spite your face"? (laughs) Never has that been more relevant. But isn't that funny? Like, as women, like we really, and probably everyone, but we really got to know yourself you really got to lock it in man when you have pms you just like zip it go watch a movie like when you're really feeling something probably better not to text yeah probably better not to like pick a fight (laughs) probably not the phone ladies probably better to not cut your hair (laughs) Yep. Mm -hmm. but yeah the yeah we forget how much is uh, circumstantial, too. I mean, mm. you can take the same person with the same haircut, in the same makeup, with the same body. You put them in good lighting, it's good. You put them in bad lighting, and they've got ingrown hairs and cellulite. <laughs> oh, I tell you what. I mean, I feel that even with social media and if people are really, when people are very gracious with compliments, I'm like, look, you don't. I I appreciate that. That obviously makes me feel good. But like I stood near a window and it bleached out all my my bad stuff, you know, like oh, yeah. or I'm using this camera. <laughs> I don't like use filters, but you're it's so true. It's 
it just depends on where you stand in the house. It's like, I have this joke about skinny mirrors. If you're in a dressing room or something and you find a skinny mirror, like that is fun. Mm-hmm. Skinny mirrors are where like you go to like some thrift shop dressing or whatever and they have like the mirror leaning up against the wall so it's like concave and it makes you look a little bit taller and you're like dang look at me (laughs) you know but then like antique mirrors make you look so funky I have a peer mirror in my bedroom and when I look in it I'm like oh my gosh what is happening in that mirror it's offensive and then I can go to another mirror in the house like, dang, girl. <laughs> like, it's just, <laughs> it's so true. Everything is just so relative and circumstantial. It's so true. Now, there's things that obviously really matter, like pocket placement on your butt. You know, those, that makes a difference. But <laughs> it's it's true. So I bought this new pair of workout pants and I have been working my booty. Listen, we all have our problem areas on our body. If you're self-aware, you know what yours are, okay? My booty, it wants to go south and east and west. west. Mine's just trying to drip melt down the back of my legs. (laughs) We call it credit card holders. I've got like four butt cheeks. They're credit card holders. Like when I see a woman that has like one butt cheek, at the beach or something i'm like that is so nice lucky you look at you have one butt i'm serious i'm serious obviously angela envies the thigh gap there are things angela envies okay i'm not actually sure what you're talking about with the four you know, one butt cheek like just one one butt cheek mine's like like one and then i've got like a few more that come down my mom used to my mom used to do this workout album, you know, like in the eighties. They play like records, and you'd listen to them, and you'd work out to them. You know, you'd do the little butt lifts and everything. And the lady called them credit card holders. It's so true. <laughs> Some right somewhere right now, there is a podcast listener agreeing with me. Like, yep. Hey, what were you saying? I hijacked. I have no idea what you were saying. I totally hijacked it. I was saying that I bought these new workout pants. Feeling pretty, pretty great. You know, Mm -hmm. like I wore out my first pair of workout pants. I was really proud. And I'm wearing these pants and putting them on in the mirror, you know, and I'm Mm -hmm. like, you've been working out really hard. Like what, what's with the saddlebags? When when did these come back? Feeling quite sorry for myself. I even Mm -hmm. was talking to my friend about it. Like what happened? I haven't changed anything. Where, why did they come Mm -hmm. back? (sighs) Idiot me. I realized there, these new workout pants have zippered pockets on the exact outside of my thighs. So it's, it's subtle, but it's like quarter inch of zipper. Which, oh, yeah, that's a real thing. It's a real thing. Mm-hmm. I was really happy when I discovered it because that's better than having to work that off. But yeah, that's like that's like on your stomach if you're working on your stomach or whatever, and then you get a pair. Of, excuse me, I'm drinking carbonated water. It's gonna explode in my chest. A pair of uh, pants and the zipper like comes out like this, and then you right. turn to the side, and your silhouette's like going. <laughs> Your mm-hmm. blouse is like pointing out. I hate mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I like smooth silhouettes. Yeah. Have you been to AmericanBlossomLinens.com lately? 
when you do, here's what I want you to remember. Homemaker Chic 20. Because that is the coupon code you need for 20% off the linens you need to run your home. I'm talking about heirloom quality sheets, woven with American grown cotton, softer with each washing. These are our favorite sheets. As fans of vintage linens, these are the best sheets ever. And you'll find the most plush towels, plus blankets, duvets, and even pillows. American Blossom Linens is the company Shay and I partner with in our homes for top quality, invest once linens. Woven to last a lifetime. That's right, invest once and never again with American Blossom Linens. So visit AmericanBlossomLinens.com and use our coupon code HOMEMAKERCHIC20 for 20% off your entire purchase. We want to dress our home in accessories with a story, with quality accessories that have meaning, and for sure accessories that are not headed for the landfill. A huge concept on this show is Better Not More, and our sponsor, House of Tokuman, exemplifies this idea. Visit hotrugs.net if you're tired of throwing your money away on cheap rugs that don't survive your lifestyle. Dress your home in a hand-woven rug from House of Tokuman. I'm a designer, okay? I want you to look at your home. Where does it need some style infusion? Nothing is as timeless as a Persian rug. And here's a designer tip. You will give your home an instant professionally designed look when you add a Persian rug. They elevate your space instantly. And they're so versatile. You can move them all over the house and they are made to withstand real life. That means they're able to withstand your pets, your kids, your spills, and your traffic patterns. So get to know House of Tokuman over on Instagram. And then when you're ready, use this exclusive coupon code HOMEMAKER25 for 25% off this investment into the fabulous style of your home. You're guaranteed a one-of-a-kind rug, no fake antique rugs, machine-made copies or replicas. House of Tokuman is at hotrugs.net. That's hotrugs.net and use our coupon code HOMEMAKER25 for 25% off your full-sized rug. Homemakers, do we have something special for you? We are so excited to announce Branch Basics as a sponsor of this season's podcast. There's a link below the show to shop. Use the code HOMEMAKERCHIC for 15% off all their starter kits. Here's how it works. You get one cleaning concentrate for everything. Branch Basics has a wonderful cleaner that is non-toxic, hypoallergenic, free of fragrances, hormone disruptors, preservatives, and is baby and pet safe. This cleaner is really, really clean. It's also incredibly cost-effective. You get multiple reusable bottles, your choice of plastic or glass, that you fill with different dilutions of the cleaner concentrate. You can use this cleaner concentrate for counters and floors, laundry, bathrooms, dishes, and more. When you run out, you get a new bottle of the cleaner concentrate, refill all your bottles to the appropriate dilution, and keep cleaning. If you're looking for a way to detox your cleaning habits and make cleaning enjoyable and simple, visit the link below the show, Shop Branch Basics, and use the code HOMEMAKERCHIC, all one word, for 15% off. Speaking of smooth silhouettes, there's no okay. easier way to get them than Spanx, but there are... <laughs> My friend Marina has this great story, and she said... She's got four boys and a husband. Okay. okay? It's an all-boy uh-huh. household. Okay. She's getting onto her, into her Spanx before church, and somebody knocks on her door, and she's like, this demonic voice came over me. It was like, <laughs> do not enter. <laughs> Have you ever seen sausage made? <laughs> like, 
You can never unsee what you're about to see. I know. My, my sister's like, look, is it bad for me to tell my husband he cannot be in the room when I'm getting dressed at certain times? She's like, I need to be able to maintain my dignity. Mm-hmm. Okay. Putting on tights or pantyhose in front of another human being is possibly one of the most humiliating occurrences. And spanks are no different. I mean, they look like like toddler yoga pants. <laughs> like like yoga pants for a nine-month-old. <laughs> Could I mean, you please get, get really- your six baby postpartum body into these two tea pantalones? Exactly. <laughs> right? And be like for the love, remember to pee first. Because when you, you're like breaking a sweat and you're like you're going like this. Your mustache is sweating. My Spanx like, has like a where you can like pull the crotch apart to go to the bathroom. <laughs> is somebody doing that? Is somebody actually sitting over the toilet? Like it's like the jaws of life. <laughs> like does do- it have like hooking eyes or it's just like? Like a man's boxer shorts. It's like a man. Like, bo- it's like a man boxer. I've never used it. I've been too scared. I'm like, am I going to oh use gosh. this in a public restroom when I gotta like not go on? No, myself- I would end up peeing all over myself. That's what would happen. <laughs> it would be really bad. <laughs> yeah, it's just. I no, think I think there are things to be done in private. Like private. I remove myself because I want my husband to be sexually attracted to me. And listen, there is a Seinfeld episode for everything. And there oh is gosh. a Seinfeld episode about Ugly this naked. Where there is good naked and bad and naked. Bad naked. Yep. And that is absolutely true. <laughs> that one is so funny. Mm-hmm. That one is so funny. Right. Yeah. She's naked opening the pickle jar. <laughs> the full body flex. Jerry's just, oh, don't look. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good naked bag. That's like when we've talked about that way back when we first started the show, like candlelight, good naked. Mm-hmm. Fluorescent light, bad naked. Bad naked. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. why, like, if you, stores would do really well to make dressing rooms just like the most wonderful experience for women. Like all oh, concave yeah. mirrors, soft Candle. amber lighting. Yep. You know, you would sell it all. You'd sell it all. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. When people are having a little like afternoon delight, married couples, close <laughs> stay on. Close <laughs> stay on. <laughs> TMI. Oh my gosh, it's so funny. It's true though. All I can think of. Jeez, oh, never mind. Cut me off. <laughs> no one shall see this in daylight. Okay. You shall not pass. You shall not pass. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. <coughs> um, some oh, of those Spanx outfits are pretty incredible. Um, that's how, you know, those girls that I mom so hard girls, that's how I got introduced to them seven years ago or whatever. That was one of their first like YouTube videos they did was about the Spanx and it killed me. I'm I like, know. You guys are speaking my language. They're actually like coming to Madison the day before my birthday. I'm like, I wonder if I could see them. Mm-hmm. Oh, they get yeah. it. <clears throat> they get they it. They get it. I mean, it's what I love about shows like theirs is that 
even though we're all different in so many ways, so many ways, there is this common thread that we Mm -hmm. all connect with as homemakers or as women. As women, yeah. And man, and it's fun. (laughs) Like there is hard stuff and there is really, really funny stuff. You know, I, uh, we were at our friend's house for dinner the other night, and we were we, – the conversation normally doesn't go here because we've got husbands. We've been friends for a long time. Right. We've heard each other's stories. So we try yeah. to keep it, you know, away from, like, birth stories, for example. But, like, we sort of got on the topic, and I remember when I had a kid. I don't even remember which one it was. It was one of my C-section <laughs> ones and was still numb. And so mm. the nurse like had rolled me up on my side and she was wiping me. <laughs> like, you know, you bleed after you have a baby. Yeah, yeah. You've never had a baby. You bleed for a long time afterwards. Mm-hmm. And so she's just like changing out my bed linens and, mm-hmm. and cleaning out my inner thighs. <laughs> right. And my visitors walked in <gasps> and I am bare butt to the wall, like to the door rather, that they're coming in being wiped clean. And I just remember thinking, I've lost all, I've lost all dignity. (laughs) Oh my god! But how many women have stories when when you're birthing and you're like, yeah, you know, I don't want to say that's different though. I I do really think there's something really really beautiful about women attending to each other with the birthing and the post birthing and everything. Oh sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I just think it's amazing like mm-hmm. i've doulaed and you know worked with my midwife and um i remember i've said the words like she's trying to help you let her help you and i and i've been helped before during and afterwards and that's really really incredible like that's like a very intimate side of friendship and women woman to woman contact and camaraderie yeah. and like you like this thing we all have together um but no i wouldn't want just like guests bringing a warm loaf of bread and flowers to walk into me being wiped down it's true the the, the chucks pad being changed out from under my butt you know Mm -hmm. yeah i also had a moment like that after owen was born owen was just the worst birth um and i remember being in the shower afterwards Mm -hmm. and i couldn't stand up like I was at a complete 90 degree angle and I just thought I will never stand up again. Mm-hmm. This That will never physically happen. And praise the Lord, I didn't get stuck like that, but I thought I was going to. I never thought I would recover. And I remember Stuart was just, he had the shower hose. Bless my husband. There are not a lot of men who would serve their yeah. wives in this way. And Stuart yes. is a servant. And he was in there just washing my hair and like hosing me off you know, cleaning me up because I, I literally couldn't, I couldn't clean myself. I couldn't do anything. I was actually thinking about this, Angela, you and I have pretty much had every type of birth other than like a car birth. Imagine between the two of us, you've done the home birth, the midwife thing. You've done the home birth and then had to go to the hospital. I've done the C-section. I've done V-backs. I've done non-V-back V-backs. If we want to talk about that. Like, unassisted i've had totally all. unassisted where it was just us yeah yeah we've yeah. we've like run the there's <clears throat> 10 kids between angela and i if you're <laughs> new here so we've had the opportunity for lots of experiences right <laughs> 
Yikes. But you're right. There is that wonderful camaraderie. That was my favorite part about having a midwife mm-hmm. was she was just, I gotcha. You know? Yeah. My last with Junior, I had all my friends there. It was really incredible. I had a friend who had never attended a birth. She had had eight C-sections of her own and had never seen a baby be born. So she was there. Darla was there. Mm-hmm. Um, Sarah was there. And like we walked through the neighborhood. Like they were there the whole, for the whole thing. It was incredible. Mm-hmm. It was incredible. <clears throat> and then um, I hemorrhaged and they were there to take care of my kids. And to it was incredible. It was just amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was talking to Dolores this week. And- <coughs> I didn't even know that this was a story, but she told it mm. to me. And the I find to be that the vein of Christianity that I am a part of, the way mm. that our church and our community operate, and the way a lot of Italian families operate are really similar because they're mm-hmm. very family-oriented. They're just like, come on in, open mm-hmm. door, we got you, here's some food, here's how we love you, we're just going to kind of be there. So when we went to Sicily together, she brought Angelo, who was her two-year-old. He's two at the time. And, like, we, Angelo and I, we just, we took on to each other. Like, he was, you know, he would twirl my hair, and I just loved him. What a scrumptious little nugget. So I was walking him through town one day, and I'm holding him, and he's twirling my hair and probably whispering sweet nothings in my ear because he's just such a wonderful little kid. Oh. And Dolores was talking to Stu. They were walking behind us. And she was like, I feel bad. Like, here Shay comes to Italy and she's supposed to have a great time. And here she is schlepping my kid around. And Stu was like, Stu said to her, I didn't even know this. She told me this mm. last week. Stu said to her, you got to let that go. This is just how we live. Mm-hmm. This is how we live. We don't think anything of it. Like, woman to woman, I don't think anything of it. If a friend right. of mine calls me and was like, I want to go to Costco alone. Great. Bring your kids. <laughs> right. I get it. Like, you need somebody to clean your house. Like, what? What? there are these ways that we sort of take care of each other. Mm-hmm. I want to be taken care of like that, and I want to be a part of taking care of people like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good stuff. Um, before we get too much into today's episode, let's take a second and thank our season sponsor, Tubes & Co. Absolutely. I just got a wonderful delivery from Tubes today. You saw the new packaging then. Did you I see did it? I did see the new it's packaging. so fancy. Emily, you do such it. a great job. Emily love does it. such a great job. So you can visit them, tubesandco.com. Use the coupon code HOMEMAKER10 for 10% off of your purchase. If you're unfamiliar with Tubes & Co., this is where you can do a one-stop shop for organic skincare and makeup. Everything from face soaps to body oils to tallow balms to deodorant to lipstick. Emily makes everything with the cleanest, most wonderful ingredients. So this is the way that I'm introducing my young teenager to makeup, and it's a great way that you can feel good about it. Mm-hmm. Like. Here's some deodorant that's not going to affect your lymph nodes. How about that? Right, right. <laughs> Here's some lipstick without lead. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Juliet, she wears the mascara and she misplaced it. She's like, I can't find my tubes mascara. Time for another order. 
Mm-hmm. Time for another one. When is America going to catch up with EU standards for ingredients? What is why are we so behind on the chemicals that we were allowing makeup? Um, I don't know, Shay. Why are we so behind on so much? Um, uh, I just read like an article the other day that Mexico is making genetically modified corn illegal. Like you can't even import it to Mexico. Like why, why are we just like so behind on everything? I don't know. I, I don't know. But I, I feel like these days, all I, it's sort of like the thrill is gone. Like all I do is label read and it's like the more, you know, the more, you know, it's kind of, it's good because I'm happy to have the knowledge, but it's a little discouraging too, because Joel's like, he's just saying they're, they're just trying to kill us everywhere you turn. You're trying to be killed. It's just crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you don't have to worry about that with Tubes & Co. So visit tubesandco.com. Use the code HOMEMAKER10 for 10% off. 10. It's, a, it's a great way. It is like a one-stop shop. Look, you're going to buy your makeup and your skincare somewhere. Right. A lot of times people just go to Amazon, add it to the cart. Just go to Tubes & Co. and add it to the cart there. Do an order once a month for whatever you need. I try to keep a stack up of the tallow balm because it's really good on like chapped elbows and chapped heels and chapped lips. I like mm-hmm. cake it on it. I, um, although she makes a <coughs> lip balm, I'm just lazy and I use the tallow balm. Mm-hmm. Um, and the I use the dry soaps. shampoo at Great night. Soaps. So I like her dry yeah. shampoo approach because she's got the little powder brush that comes yeah. you can get with it. And if you put it on at night, then it like soaks in all night long. Mm-hmm. And you can wake up and just style your hair, which is very convenient. There you go. I hate washing my hair so much. <laughs> I delight in it. Oh, so, I love having my hair washed. Yeah. That's the, that's the thing. That. Mm-hmm. But I do not like washing my own hair. Yeah. <clears throat> washing your own hair. One time I got... I was going to... Oh, I got no. a blow out. God, I caught my... Careful. Watch those words. Watch those little words. I got a blowout one time when I was on this show promoting my cookbook in LA and mm. managed to pack and arrive without a hairbrush, a hairdryer, or a hair curler. And I'm supposed to be on this, like, nationally broadcast television show. Luckily in L.A., if you walk down, like, Ventura Boulevard, it's just, like, I felt like such a absolute disgusting hillbilly, which I'm not. But, like, you go somewhere like that and it's like, what would you like? New clothes, brand new purse, new nails, new face, new hair. I mean, and it's just those stores on repeat over and over Mm -hmm. down the whole Mm -hmm. thing. So all of a sudden, your white sneakers (coughs) sneakers that are pretty new all of a sudden look kind of shabby when you see them next to brand new sneakers. And I just thought, oh, this is how people in this town go crazy. Anyway. Okay. I got a blowout. And I'm like, oh, this is why people do this. It was amazing. Uh, don't you get that when you get your hair done, right? Yeah, when, when I get, get my hair cut. done, yeah. right? But, but this was uh, like for a haircut. They don't even cut no. hair. They just I could, wash um, it and style it. Yeah, I, I, 
I inquired about that in town because that would be very helpful simply because like twice a month, you know, because I only I don't wash my hair, but like every six days. So that would be like a real treat and it would last if I did something like that twice a Wait, month. Wait, what's your problem with washing your hair? What do you mean? Why is it so hard? It's not hard. Well, it's hard. I don't like to. I don't like Why? wet hair. I don't like wet hair. I don't, I don't, it's late. It's laborious. I don't like doing what it. What is laborious about wet hair? What are you talking about? Then you stand in the to, shower and like right. soap and it. And then it's what are like, you talking about? put it in the towel and I got to put the product in and I got to put the diffuser on the hair dryer. And why? Diffuser on the hair dryer? Why? Because I got to do my hair then. I can't air dry my hair. Ugh. You just blow dry it? I have, to, I diffuse it. I use Aveda B Curly. And in the summer, when it's hot, I go to bed with it wet, like stacked up on my pillow, and it wakes up really curly. But in the winter, it's a little cold for that. I could, but I use, so I use the diffuser, mm-hmm. and I diffuse it, and that makes it curly, but then the ends are a little bit straight, so then I curl the ends. See, it sounds so terrible, doesn't it? And then that lasts no, for a long time. My point is, it takes 45 minutes. It takes too long. 45 minutes every what? Two days, like what about? No, no, like once a week or something. Once or once or twice a week. I don't. I don't. I know maybe people think like I'm really prissy and I spend a lot of time on myself. I don't. I don't like doing it. What about if you were diffusing your hair while you were standing in front of your red light, getting a little double action? Yeah. Okay. I thought you were going to say standing in front of a skinny mirror. Dang girl. Dang girl. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So my point being like if I got a professional blow out (laughs) twice a month, that would be great. Mm Yeah. They last so long. I love it. There used to be a salon in our town that did that. Like the ladies would go once a week, get their hair styled. They never washed it. They wore the the shower cap. Yeah. Wore your little bonnet when you were going to be in the wind. Mm Mm-hmm. That's like an old lady. It's like an old fashioned thing. My aunt was a hairdresser. She called it rat and tease. Going for the rat and tease. You know, like that. You know, the back combing. Like old ladies, you get the curls and then you fluff them up. I'm always shocked at what people who are skilled can do to my hair. I'm like, oh, so it's just, I'm not capable. That's what it is. It's this motion, you know? My hair just will be like, just do it like this around the straightener. And I come home and it's just. Oh, Horrible. and they try to like do the straightler straightener like this way. Doesn't make sense. And they're moving down with it. It doesn't make, yeah, sense. It doesn't make sense. No, to I'm me. like kind of still stuck in the pin curl. I just do my hair the same way. I've always done it. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to Where be working backwards <laughs> this season. <laughs> and oh, you're going to try to direct this conversation <laughs> now? Is that what you're going to do? Yeah. Okay. One of us has to take the reins and actually act oh like we my know what's gosh. going on here. <laughs> I think we should work backwards. Wait, let's work backwards from your fingernails. What's happening? Did you do your For fingernails? beauty. Let's talk about it. Okay. Well, we're okay. there. Let me okay. see. So <laughs> I taught a workshop, a bread making einkorn workshop a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago. My nails were so bad. I was actually... Stu's like zooming in and I'm like Mm. trying to hide them in the dough. (laughs) I'm like curling them around like, don't look at me. I'm hideous. (laughs) Because I had painted them to try to make them look nice. So 
Here's the thing for all you young whippersnappers out there. As you age, you only have control over so many pieces. Hair, for example. Like, okay, Mm -hmm. all of a sudden that like just, oh, slept and sexy back from the beach look. Maybe that doesn't quite cut it when you're older. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) They got to work a little harder. Anyway, Uh my hands have been so dry. My hands are so worked from the dishwashing to the bread baking. They, the gardening, they just never stop. And they, I'm actually realizing like, oh, you have to take care of your hands. Like you actually Mm -hmm. have to like really intentionally lotion them. Well, I use the tallow bomb, but like you need to take care of them or they'll really start to show the wear. So I had painted my nails within 12 hours. It was chipping off. So I took it off, which they didn't come off fully. And I tried to do these like press on nails. Like my hands are filmed a lot. And I I like them to look nice. Even if it wasn't filmed, I like them to look nice. Mm -hmm. Those were a disaster. Took those off. Finally, I called this great little sweet nail salon in town. I'm like, can you help me? She said, like, come in and we'll see what will fit best. So she gave me, like, one of those shellac gel manicures. Okay. And I don't really like spending money on stuff like this, but it was bothering me so much that I just thought, just go do it and see how you feel. And Mm -hmm. I'll be dagged if I don't notice them all the time. They look really good. So you, did you, you end up doing the dip then or the nope. – did you try the dip? I No, nope. my sister, I yeah. talked to her the next day after I talked to you about the dip okay. and she's like, don't do the dip. <laughs> why? Okay, why? Because I – It didn't work. She said it was a pain to get off and it doesn't work Ooh. that well and it doesn't really last okay. that much longer. Okay. So. Okay. Um. So fingernails are like professional haircuts. Like you think you can do it on your own, you know, and then you get – you let somebody professional do your fingernails. You're like, oh, that's why there's manicurists. Mm-hmm. Fancy that. Mm-hmm. So me just like cutting, hacking at my cuticles at home or pushing them down with a stick at night while I watch a movie isn't quite the same as you doing your thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's really simple, but there is a skill to it. Even the way she shaped them, the way she did the mm-hmm. cuticles. It's just a pleasure. It's It's a silly thing, but it makes me feel really nice. And I don't always... I'm not always in a position like when you're milking or when you're out in the garden yeah. to look nice. And right. it's, it's a true. real point of – it makes me feel very ladylike, and I appreciate that. I think your hands, like aside from your eyes, are like the second most looked at thing on your body, mm-hmm. which is okay. scary. Yeah. 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 So I um had really just given up on manicures. I was just very content to have a clean nail. Mm-hmm. I I've hardly worn nail polish for like the last three years Um, and just really content with keeping them short because they like to grow. They like to grow long. And um, my mom treated the girls and I to manicures for Christmas. We went the week after Christmas, about a week after New Year's, and it was so fun. And she's found this new salon in her town that does such a good job. And I enjoyed, I got the shellac as well, and I did red, because uh, that's usually just what I wear is red comfort or nude. Comfort color, or, that's what my lady called it. This is your oh, comfort fun. color. I do like red, nude, or the like the Chanel vamp, like a really dark, almost black. I love that. Um, and th- that darn manicure lasted the whole month. Mm-hmm. And now it grew out, 
obviously, but it didn't ship. And even if I was just having like sort of a mangy day, there was still an element of me that felt really finished. Right. I grew up, my mom's nails have been done like as long as, my mom's never not had her nails done. Mm -hmm. So she, and I don't mean done professionally. She's done them professionally probably for like the last 15 years, but even growing up, you know, we didn't have money for that. She did her own nails. They grew long. She was always had the emery board. She always had the cuticle, the cuticle cream. She'd sit and like, you know, when you were teasing me about Atlanta, mm-hmm. sitting on the bed and fussing. like Just I Just fuss with your nails. Yeah. That, yeah. But my mom would do that. Um, So I went back, obviously. I went back two weeks ago. This is two weeks old. I'm like, look, I'm, this is, I'm doing this. I wear yep. mascara, so I feel finished. I'm right. going to wear nail polish, so I feel finished. Right. I do enough things that are toxic-free and, you know, darn it, mm-hmm. I'm going to wear nail polish. And I love it. Mm-hmm. And love some it. people probably don't, they don't notice their own nails or they don't care. But, like, it was taking up, like, a silly amount of my mind. I was just, it When was I see really my hands on me. YouTube, I'm like, mm-hmm. yuck. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It feels really nice. Stuart has noticed it multiple times, and that feels nice. You know, okay. that's like when you've been working out, and your husband's mm-hmm. like, "You're looking good," and you're like, "Thank you." <laughs> Please tell me that all the time, right? <laughs> you know, or when right. somebody says, "Oh, that's a nice dress you're wearing," like that. That mm-hmm. there's a nice element to that, and yeah, I don't think I'm th- I'm thinking out loud here women can tend to fall into this ditch of well for one especially if you are more naturally minded it can be really tricky to know which of these things you're willing to sort of say yes to to say no to right that can be tricky and i think also we can be made to feel guilty that we care aesthetically but you talked about knowing yourself earlier in this episode we talk a lot Mm -hmm. about that I don't feel like I knew this about myself until the last few years, but I am driven mm. almost more than anything by aesthetics. Mm. Aesthetics are what motivate me. And I'm not going to feel – at first I felt bad about that. Like it made me shallow. I'm not going to feel bad about that. Like that's my – that is a spiritual gift to have the ability and the desire and the drive and the motivation to make things beautiful. Yeah, That's an awesome thing. It's right. not everybody's thing, but it is not, mine. Yes. So whether it's the clothes I'm wearing, whether it's my hair, whether it's makeup, whether it's my home, whether it's my gardens, whether it's my website, like mm-hmm. I want, I want it to look beautiful. I don't. I don't. For some reason, there's like a stigma to that. I think, and and maybe more so in like Christian circles because it's yeah. You know, I think I so. used to say that all the time. Like hashtag make everything beautiful. That's so important to me. And and I've tried to like. It's really pretty easy to buy into believing that that's shallow, and that's not like the way you're. Like that, it's not good to be geared up that way for some reason. There's like a little tag right. attached to it, you know. And so there's been things where I've just tried to shelve that, you know. Okay, this what kinds of this things part like of that? Like the, what? whatever, whether it's like nails or nails. this part of my house doesn't yeah. matter, or this cupboard doesn't matter, or you know, I can just wear 
XYZ during the week and just look good when I go. Like anytime I try to shelf that, it does not work for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it might right. take a long time for me to finally realize, okay, the, this is the reason you're uncomfortable is because you didn't dress nice enough. Or the reason you're frustrated is because you've tried to give this less importance than it really is to you or, you know. Right. Um, yeah, it doesn't work for me. <laughs> no, it it doesn't work. And it's really helpful actually to recognize that and to own it. I don't like I said I don't think I did that until pretty recently. Mm-hmm. And once I realized that's what motivates me, like I will almost stop at nothing when when I can see something in my mind. I wrote a blog post about this recently like I wish there wasn't that stigma about it because everything that we are naturally um, predisposed to can be used in glorifying ways or in right. evil ways. <laughs> like everything can be twisted, everything can be uh, made an idol. But so long as we stay out of this ditch, there's a lot of freedom here to mm-hmm. to be motivated by this. And and you know, it kind of reminds me about. Uh, about the like the Protestant Reformation when Luther talks about like you can change diapers for the glory of God. It doesn't have to be some crazy. You don't have to be um, in his context. You don't have to be a nun mm-hmm. or you don't have to be um, a priest to be doing holy work. Right. There's holy work to be done if you're a plumber or if you're a, a homemaker, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're a nail technician. Like, okay, right. great. Cl- you know, clean clean potties to the glory of God. Mm-hmm. Okay. You want a garden garden for God's glory. He, he made all of it. Right. So right. what about it? Make mm-hmm. it beautiful. Make Absolutely. it beautiful. Absolutely. And it's not, you know, obviously. It's not, that's not everyone's thing. Or some people, mine's sort of like all across the board, <laughs> like everything beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, and for some people, there's, this is what's beautiful. You know, this right. is important or this is important, you know. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm going to segue here just for a second because okay. I am currently working on a very non-beautiful part of my house and... Um, one of our sponsors this season is House of Tokumen. And House of Tokumen really helps to make your house beautiful. So if you're not familiar with House of Tokumen, you can find them on Instagram at House of Tokumen or visit their website at hotrugs.net. And Annabelle, Annabelle will help you to make a non-beautiful part of your house beautiful with these heirloom rugs. So Annabelle goes around, sources these incredible heirloom handmade rugs made by women over the course of months, incredibly skilled in what they do. And they're meant to be heirloom. They're meant to be passed down. They're meant to last for a long time. And they're beautiful. So you can find them on Instagram, House of Tokumen, or visit hotrugs.net. Also, because so many of us are going to be getting into garden this spring season, we want you to visit Survival Garden Seeds. There's a link to that below the show um, with a special code that you get a discount with. So make sure you check that out. And the reason that this is such a valuable source for us as homemakers is because they've put together packages of seeds for us so that we can grow not only 
beneficial, but actually really beautiful varieties of seeds and flowers and vegetables in our gardens this year. So make sure to check them out below. They've kind of pre-packaged everything for us, made it really, really easy and really beautiful. So some heirloom varieties are ugly. (laughs) These are not so. (laughs) And in keeping it beautiful in our homes, we'd like to be sure and thank American Blossom Linens. You can visit AmericanBlossomLinens.com and use the coupon code HomemakerChic20 for 20% off American-grown cotton towels, bedding, blankets, sheets, you name it. This is how Shay and I dress our beds and the beds in our home. I just uh, washed mine last night, actually. Did a little ironing, got my pillowcases all pressed, slept like a dream. So thank you to American Blossom Linens again for sponsoring the show. Mm -hmm. They've been with us, friends, since about day one. So AmericanBlossomLinens.com, Homemaker Chic 20 for 20% off. Uh, I have a question for you. Okay, sure. So you are going to Paris in seven weeks. Yes. (laughs) I'm not going to be jealous because that would be sinful. But I have a question for you. When you were in France mm-hmm. this last time, mm-hmm. so we're kind of working backwards from beauty, right? Sure. We're sure. aging. Okay. It's happening, you guys. There's it's nothing happening. you're going to do about yeah. it. Okay? Uh-huh. So sometimes with beauty things, I think, okay, well, what are the decisions that I'm making now that mm-hmm. in 10 years or 15 years or 20 years are going to benefit that? Some of it's instant. Great, I got a new lipstick shade. Okay? that's Those mm-hmm. are like the easy steps. Right. The harder steps are the ones that are saying, okay, here's my goal in 10 years or 15 years. And I do genuinely want to age gracefully. Mm-hmm. Um, I've already sort of – I'm predisposing myself to just not fighting it and, you know, keeping my interventions within a certain boundary that I'm comfortable right. with and just sort of preparing my heart for what that will mean. Mm. I when Whenever I go to – visit Italy, I'm always shocked at the women always look age appropriate. I'm generalizing. Mm -hmm. Generally, the women look very age appropriate. They look their age, but they look good. And it's not because they don't have wrinkles. Right. It's not because like they've gotten a bunch of surgeries, but Mm -hmm. somehow they look good. And I like I'm aware of it, consciously aware of it, and I'm looking at them and inspecting them like, what is it? Why do you – maybe I've talked about this on here, but I, I've likened it to, to, to three things I've really noticed. Okay. One is that they they tend to get their nails done. Two okay. is that they, if they wear eyewear, their eyewear is on point. And I don't even know what that means, but it looks right. And they iron their clothes. So they'll just be wearing, you know, a button-up blouse or whatever. But it's pressed, so it looks really sharp. And I don't know if it's because mm-hmm. they line dry everything. So you kind of got to. <laughs> you kind of got to iron it. I don't yeah. know. Have you noticed this? Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, they're – I mean, in Paris, the women are – they're amazing. And – they're very, I think they're very, like, again, generally speaking, very tailored, um, very simple hair, you know, uh, like when my what hairdresser I've been with, uh, it's mean? just, there's not color, style. Yeah, style. It's just like okay. not overly done. 
I remember saying, I've been with my hairdresser for over 20 years. And I remember at the beginning saying, look, I want European hair. I want it messy. I want it to not matter if it gets messed up or if it, I, I just want hair. I'd like a nice cut. Yeah. But I, I don't want to be like styling, styling. When I, okay. you know, I, I do, like I just got done saying I use the diffuser and stuff like that. But then I shake it out and like, that's it. It's. I don't have mm-hmm. to fuss with it again. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very tailored mm-hmm. and accessorized for sure. Um, I love accessories. You know, there mm-hmm. there's bags, there's scarves, there's sunglasses, always, and a great coat. Um, so my kids had a piano recital last night, and we mm-hmm. sat behind a family that we've known for years and years, and their family just has hair they've got all these daughters and their hair is just thick and wavy and you know that like really shiny youthful hair and I'm just like sitting behind them last night just dying like I just want to touch your hair so bad it's so pretty Uh um and one of the young girls had hers back in a ponytail kind of in a sloppy bun but she had this beautiful silk scarf tied around it Mm. and I was like this is this is going to be my new thing. I mean, it was like draped over mm-hmm. to like keep it clean and protect it, mm-hmm. and it looked so beautiful. I've never done that. Mm. Not like in a, it was like in a low, messy bun. Okay, it was so pretty. Okay, simple. Sorry, I derailed you. No, it's okay. I mean, I think. I, I, again, generally speaking, I think European women are extremely feminine. I, okay. I don't think American women are that feminine on the whole. I think there's like, mm. okay, it seems like more pride in being a woman, whether it's heels, and I, like that kind of a thing. Yeah, heels. They look very Makeup. sexy. And I'm not just talking about like, I don't mean short skirt sexy. They're like women. Like they're <laughs> they just, it's not like here. I don't know how to. Yeah. See, this is the problem. I was literally like taking notes like, okay, mm -hmm. not that I'm like desiring after something like that. I just think Mm -hmm. they they age really well. They age really well. Um, So we don't I don't think here we have like that that pride in being a woman. We've we've got this whole feminism bent where like like you it's they have they they're a Latin culture. They're Latin cultures. They men look at women. Men don't look at women here like they do over there. You know, like there's an appreciation for the female there that I don't mm-hmm. think we have here. I think we've been shamed out of it. <laughs> and okay, interesting. I don't think women. I don't think women dress for that. I mean, they dress like women. They. I don't. I think that's. I think that's a lot of what it is. They look incredible because they look like women. Don't you feel incredible when you look like a woman? You know, like when you. Oh, yeah. When you've pulled yourself together that way and you're like, this is what pleases me. I feel great. I want to feel great. They look like they feel great every day. Yeah. And it's not like in a look at me, look at me. It's like a. No, it's not like a sexy thing. No, it's it's not a sexy thing. There's a big difference. But it's an ownership of the sex here. I think we've shelved. What it, I think we've shelved femininity, and I think it's this whole. I think it's a lot very cultural, um, and not necessarily femininity. Like, not if you dress like this. I don't mean it like that, but like eighteen hundreds prairie style. Mm-mm. 
Like that's what, when we think of, oh, we're going to dress like a traditional woman, that's what comes no, out like in that. a lot of communities. And that's not what I'm yeah. talking about here. Like that's mm-hmm. not the goal. It's not the corset or the padded bra or or the mm-hmm. high heels. It's, yeah, I know what you're saying. I can't quite find the words to put what I'm trying to say in, but it's like this ownership of your body mm-hmm. in a way. I mean, at any given moment, you, you're on a Paris intersection and you're looking around, you're going to see... Again, trench coats, sunglasses, like camel colored trousers with a beautiful leather shoe. I mean, and it's not, again, it's not like high heels. It's not like a more provocative, edgy New York look. You know, all the cities have a sort of a different look. It's not that kind of a sex in the city type look. It's tailored and feminine. It's a silk blouse and trousers. It's a it's a silk blouse and a and a skirt and it's mm-hmm. just simple. Um, it's simple and again there's there's like really fashion very fashion forward people in paris but mm-hmm. but the whole like if you're gonna want to generalize all those stereotypes you hear about women in paris they're all true <laughs> like they're none of it's an exaggeration it's like some of the best people watching ever and mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm one of the things I really love about the Italian home and the Italian table is that Italy is, you know, we know it for certain dishes, but there's this cucina pavra, like this poor food. And like mm-hmm. so much of what we appreciate about Italian cuisine was born out of, oh my gosh, we don't have any meat. Peasant <laughs> like, food. Right. Like, for sure. Peace. And bitter greens that we foraged. Like, that's what we have. Right. Okay. This And this shapes cultures, right? Mm-hmm. The um, particularly, like, Southern Italian homes, a lot of them, your average, like, they're very humble. And they're mm-hmm. very simple. But they're very home-ordered and home-forward. There's tables and there's chairs and there's these essential things. And it's not posh or stylish or modern. Mm -hmm. It's like Mm -hmm. almost every Italian room. It's like the walls are white. You got your crucifix Mm -hmm. on the wall. You got some sort of iron furniture with some sort of padding or blankets on it. And that's Mm -hmm. it, you know. And you'll – You'll see these tables with just vinyl tablecloths and plastic cups and like – these are not fancy things. Mm-hmm. These, this is not fine dining. You're not eating off china with crystal wine glasses. It is the opposite of that. And yet right. there is something about that that is so real and simple and attainable, comforting. Mm-hmm. Like that, that, but in fashion form (laughs) okay like that's what i strive for okay okay so like it's got to be realistic as an american woman who's like assessing (laughs) i mean obviously you're assessing do you feel that's attainable like you're taking notes you're saying okay i wear fingernails like what else did you notice um uh, well i've I've told this story on here before but we were on this island of alicuti and recently and 
Alicudi mm-hmm. is there's like I don't know Dolores how many are there 80 inhabitants year round mm-hmm. <laughs> okay like stairs everywhere so everyone's very fit because you have to go you have there's just stair miles of stairs anytime mm-hmm. you want to go anywhere anyway so we happened upon this really wonderful little shop in Alicudi and she had the woman who owned the shop. I'm forgetting her name right now, but she had these incredible dresses that were her mom's from the 50s and 60s. Gorgeous pieces, bed sheets that were 60, 70, 80 years old. And I asked her, I said, How do you keep these things so nice? And she said, My, she like was confused. She was just like, My mom took good care of them and I took good care of them. Like she didn't understand the question. Mm-hmm. America, we have a much more disposable view of beauty and of fashion. It's the latest and greatest. It's this season's new things. Um, And so taking notes, I was like, okay, I I don't need a lot of things. I need Mm -hmm. the right things and a couple of them. Because when you just have a couple of something, you really value it. You can buy... A higher quality piece. Imagine if instead of buying 10 pieces that you would normally buy, you just bought one. Mm-hmm. One quality piece. And then you learn how to care for it. Whether that's like pilling off the little wool balls that come on a mm-hmm. nice sweater. Whether it's learning how to uh, hand wash silk in your laundry room. These sorts of things. Like these, inv- um, I don't want to even call them investment pieces because you can find them on thrift stores and you can find them on Poshmark. They don't have to be these huge investments. But like coming back, that was a note that I made to myself was like when it comes to beauty, it's it's not just that less is more. It's just focus your energy on the right things and that'll be fruitful. Mm-hmm. For the past three years, I've encouraged women in their kitchen with new whole food recipes and instructional cooking videos. If you've been needing a little more pep in your step when it comes to cooking delicious food, I want to personally invite you right now to join the Elliott Homestead cooking community. Visit cook.theelliothomestead.com to get started. As a cooking community member, you will get five farm fresh inspired recipes each month created from my farm kitchen and delivered straight to you. I'll also send you an instructional video to go along with those recipes so that you can learn new skills and begin to enjoy new dishes and flavors. Together, we'll cook dishes like chicken milanese, plum and marzipan bread pudding, homemade harissa with summer vegetables, barley and wild mushroom salad, sourdough English muffins, caramel apple cake, wine poached pears with blackberries and bay, and so much more. The cooking community is a place of inspiration and community where you can visit with other home cooks on our circle group or simply enjoy the bountiful recipes that you'll find each month in your mailbox or inbox. Visit cook.theelliothomestead.com right now. Choose the membership package that's right for you and let's get cooking. Hey listeners, this is Angela. You've heard me share with you how you can become your very best home decorator by joining my design society at oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com. But what about your vacations? What about a getaway with that old world flair? Right where I live in beautiful Door County, the Martha's Vineyard of the Midwest, right on the shores of Lake Michigan. It's time to reserve my charming English cottage for your next vacation. 
book a nice, cozy winter retreat now with off-season rates, or schedule your family vacation for this summer and enjoy our pristine beaches, quaint antique towns, and vineyards. The cottage is dressed in English country flair, but it's very family-friendly, sleeps six, and is just moments away from the lake. Visit parisianfarmgirl.com forward slash cottage to book your next getaway today. Homemaker Chic listeners, we are so excited to tell you about a great seed company that we recently discovered, Survival Garden Seeds. This is a family business created by two brothers. All their seeds are heirloom, open pollinated varieties and are guaranteed to grow. These are tried and true varieties. They carry hundreds of interesting varieties, but I'm most excited about the three big garden collections, which have either 30, 50, or 100 varieties included. It's a huge selection of herbs, all different kinds of vegetables, and even a few flowers for beauty and pollinators. They come in sturdy packaging that is perfect for storing seeds long-term. All their packets have seed-saving instructions included, which allow you to save seed for the following year and have a perpetual harvest. The best part is that these collections are priced at just under a dollar a packet, which is amazing. So use the link below this episode to shop Survival Garden Seeds or go to survivalgardenseeds.com. Homemaker Chic listeners can use the code HOMEMAKERGARDEN to get an additional 10% off those huge collections of 30, 50, or 100 packs. Yeah, and that again, that's... That's even cultural in uh, on account of the architecture even. I mean, you're talking about buildings that don't really have closets, you know? They're hundreds of years old. And so there's only so many pieces you can fit in a wardrobe. Right. And so even just culturally, they're selecting better pieces because they need to wear the snot out of them. They don't have room. We're not talking about walk-in closets mm-hmm. in a new build like mm-hmm. we have here in America, you know? I was watching this Instagram story the other day, and it was this woman who was trying on clothes, and her husband got to decide whether she kept them or got rid of them. Really? And most of them were very unflattering. Okay. He comes out – she comes out in this one dress, and he's like, well, I really like it, but, like, where would you wear a dress? And she was just like, I don't know. So they got rid of it. And I thought, this is so sad. (laughs) This is so sad. But um, back to what we were just touching on, I bought um, a tailored green wool dress from an Etsy shop probably five, six years ago. Oh, I remember that one. Yeah, That's the thing. I wear it to church and everyone's just like, well, there's Shay's dress. I've worn it mm-hmm. hundreds of times. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not new. It's not like I'm showing up and be like, look at this new thing I got. I wear it and everyone's like, we've seen that dress hundreds of times. Right. Still a great dress. Still wearing it. Mm-hmm. Still love it. <laughs> so it's yeah, like the it, mindset shift partly too. Right. If I, you know, I'll wear something and put it on, in, you know, if I have something on, on Instagram or whatever, I'll get a lot of questions about it. Most of, I did wear that red dress to Harry Connick yeah. and I will wear that for I hope 20 years I mean that dress I saw that hanging on the hanger like that that's my, that's an Ange dress that is an Ange dress I just grabbed it I'm like we're doing yep. this I didn't even try it on you know I bought it on the way to the concert and pressed it in the hotel room <laughs> um but people ask me a lot where you know where, where can I get that where did you get that I'm like you don't understand I've had this for like 17 years <laughs> like 
I've had this for 20 years. I've had this mm-hmm. forever. Um, Funny. This is funny. You know, you always tease me that I came out of the womb a certain way. You did. <laughs> so, uh, you know, as your kids get older and they get to know you, like on a f- the friendship aspect starts to, that wedge starts to get bigger, right? The friendship you have with your kids. So um, I noticed that, like, as I share with my older kids, you know, probably Juliet and Amelie and Aiden, uh, things that I'm interested in or things that I enjoy or things from way back when, and now I want to bring them around and show them. So Amelie and I started watching um, Remington Steel, which is just you probably don't, don't even know what Remington no, Steel is, okay? It's a show started in I it started before I started watching it. So, I started watching it at the end and then had to get ca- caught up on syndication. But I think I started watching it when I was like 12. Um I think it started in 1983 and it's Pierce Brosnan. It's like his first big show. Pierce and Pierce Brosnan she is was like my, my first celebrity crush. Oh, girl, mine too. Like just in love i was like six years old i was like i think i like that guy i think i like that (laughs) and i used dante's peak (laughs) (laughs) the volcano movie (laughs) okay so pierce brosnan remington steel is his first big like and i i was 12 and i fell in love with him i'm like i'm i'm in love i I'm in love. It doesn't matter if he's in Mrs. Doubtfire. It doesn't matter what he's in. He's got a new crime show where he like unpacks unsolved crimes. I'm love there the for man. it. I think he's going to be 70 this year. Love him. But I was telling Amelie, she's like, we were just admiring the fashion. Stephanie Zimbalist, her her fashion is, it's like just perfect tailored 80s. You can just see like all the Diana vibes and everything. But it's not Princess Kate where I learned to wear nude shoes to make my legs look longer. It's from Stephanie Zimplist. <laughs> I was a kid watching Remington Steel because she's little. And she would wear these great suits and like peplum jackets and, you know, this silk blouse with like that 80s bow action going on up here. Mm-hmm. And Amelie's like, oh, my gosh, this show is so you. It is not even funny. <laughs> I mean, he's always quoting lines from movies, from old movies. I said, I know this, it is an Ange program. Some of us had a harder time getting to the, getting to the (laughs) self-awareness phase. My sister sent me this Instagram reel this week and it was like, you know how they'll say like, nobody, and then it'll have a colon and then it'll say Uh like, me in my room in 1998. And it's this girl and she's just got this wacky hair and this wacky outfit and she's in there like doing this like really janky dance moves. And it was like that Missy Ellett song. It's like, I put my thing down, flip it and reverse reverse it. And she's just like in her room just being a total nerd. (laughs) That was me. It was a harder road to hoe for some of us. Praise the Lord, there wasn't social media back in that day. So I've been gone a long time ago. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I did find a new. Okay, you're not an ABBA person, which is just so heartbreaking oh, to me. But no, sh- don't know. You just have to just easy killer. Easy. You can be like, no, I'm not. That's about all you can say. Um, but I we did find this new. Inst- she's a TikToker, but you know, obviously she's duplicating on 
Instagram. She's super fun. And one of our followers actually said, do you know this girl? I said, yes, I do. But she's um, this cute little blonde thing from, I don't know, some Norwegian country, <laughs> some some Norwegian country, some Scandinavian country. And she does, <laughs> she wears like 70s clothing, 70s and 80s. And she's always doing her hair. And Norwegians like do that very well. Fabulous 70s and 80s hairstyles. Yeah, and it's middle to, part, long, oh straight hair. Oh my gosh, yeah. she can do Diana like spot on. And oh my, yeah. she is, she is so fun. Can I derail like, this no. for a second? Yeah, I'm going to find out who okay, she is because I know everybody's going to ask me. I have me. a liked playlist that I never share with anyone because I made the mistake of sharing my chore chart with y'all a few years ago and you took it and you edited it and I never could get it back again. So this is a private liked songs list on Spotify, but I have been killing it on the finding some new goods lately. Uh-huh. So there's this guy that I want to introduce. There's a couple. Okay. Okay. There's a guy named Rosso. But it's R O S E A U X. Rosso. Okay. Correct. Frenchy. Okay. Some of his stuff is really out there, like abstract art. But when he lands, does he <laughs> land? He does this version of the police's walking on the moon, and I could lift building when i listen to this song i love it do you know the song i'm talking about uh-uh do you ever listen to the police no no don't say it like a that. police song i wouldn't know a police song if it donked me i wouldn't know a justin bieber song if it hit me in the forehead I would, this is what i was telling my kids the other day i wouldn't know a police song maybe wait is the police like sting's old group yes okay okay then maybe i would because i love sting okay. uh I'm going to send it to you. Anyway, okay. I want you guys to check it out. It's called Walking on the Moon. He also okay. does one called Island. And he also does one called, oh, it has to be French, Claro da Lua, C-L-A-R-A-O, new word, D-A, new word, L-U-A. Is that French? I don't, I don't know. Okay. Check him out. <laughs> He's okay. got some really funny stuff. Um, Frazy Ford is another one. She's got the song Blue Streak Mama. That's a great song. Roll With Me by Davey. Super fun song. And this is controversial. I pretty strongly hate most modern worship music. It shouldn't be called worship music. They're like these weird little love letters to Jesus. I don't like it. I think it's... <laughs> really distasteful <clears throat> i hate it <laughs> i do i do not like it i i feel you it's okay but i heard this song and i was like this is my jam i mean i am like getting it in the kitchen and then i realized oh my gosh this is a christian song like an explicitly christian song and it's still my jam but i just can't help myself it's called empty me out by Liz Vice. Oh okay. So I love old styles of music. Mm -hmm. um, oh, my gosh. Like, she actually sings. She actually wrote a song. It's actually thoughtful. The theology is, like, actually solid. Imagine okay. that. Um, it's not like, hey, Jesus, you want to go play football? No. He's a savior of the universe. Okay? 
doesn't want to play football with you. I know what song you're referencing. Sorry. sorry. You don't have to be sorry. I can't stand it. I can't stand. I don't want to sing a worship song with the word yeah in it. <laughs> when the word I don't yeah want to pops up on the screen, I'm like, I'm out. That's what I don't want to do. I don't yeah. like the way that I also don't like this is a different conversation. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. God actually said <laughs> God actually says things in scripture about how he likes to be worshiped. And it's not however and wherever and whenever we please. Like there's actually parameters for what is actually considered worship. And lest we think it's not important, let's remember those two guys who worshiped God in their own ways and then were consumed with fire. With strange fire, okay? It's important. Worship is important. So don't give me your crappy love jingles that could be a Taylor Swift song, okay? No. Um, uh, that who made is a lot it? on people, people unhappy. That's okay. There's. It's the Jesus is my cosmic boyfriend. Jesus is my cosmic boyfriend. Thank you. That's exactly what it is. No, he's not your cosmic boyfriend. He is God incarnate. That's who he is. Yeah. That's who he is. Okay, I'm going to go back to the TikToker. (laughs) Rose. I don't know how, I don't, I don't know if it's like one word. It looks like it's Rose Nora Anna. So R-O-S-E-N-O-R-A. A-N-N-A, all okay. one word. Rose Nora Anna. She's super fun. She's just watch her reels. It's just fun. Okay. Like, somebody, anybody that can make horrible 70s clothing look fabulous, I'm extremely impressed with. <laughs> Some women were built just, for it. My mom, my mom had a center part, bleach mm-hmm. blonde, I mean, just Norwegian blood, bleach blonde, mm-hmm. straight hair, long, mm-hmm. tiny, 5'2", and... Mm-hmm wore like the high-waisted pants she had a teeny little i mean she was delicious she was the perfect woman for the 70s isn't that funny how some figures are suited oh she yeah had you it. have to be thin for the 70s i think <laughs> like for sure those high-waisted yeah. pants like sometimes you wear them again you wear them and you're like oh yeah and then you see yourself <laughs> from the wrong angle and you're like are you kidding me it's just all butt. I just added six inches to the top and bottom of my butt. That's great. That's not what mm-hmm. it is for me. For me, it's the like the the feminine just pooch, which I'm really trying to embrace because when you go to the Louvre and you look at all the marble statues, guess what? That's where their Poochie. cervix lives. That's where their uterus is. That's what the point is. There's like organs and stuff There's there. stuff in there. And it's like a feminine. Why do we reject that? Like this is a feminine part of our bodies. It's like boobs. Mm-hmm. This is it. It's not like, you, you know, that's it. In my French lesson this morning, I learned, I don't have it pulled up, but the, uh, I don't remember the word for melted, but okay. The six pack in French is like a chocolate bar, you know, because of all the. Okay, that's what they call it, like, a chocolate bar? Yeah, chocolate okay. bar. And then the opposite is like melted chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> I started laughing so hard. 
I'm like, we call it a beer belly, but melted chocolate might be. <laughs> Your stomach is like a uh, melted chocolate. <laughs> I love learning the weird. I love it. When yeah. I was doing my Italian lesson this week, I was asked my tutor, I said, how are you? And he was just like, he said something to me. And I was like, confused. And he said, do you know what I said? And I was like, something about meat and fish. <laughs> Like, yeah, that's what we say. Like, I'm neither meat nor fish. Like, I'm just kind of, meh. He's like, you don't say this. And I was like, no. No. <laughs> but then I got to teach him about the word suck. yeehaw. So I was like, he's like, this yeehaw. What is this yeehaw? <laughs> it's cowboys. Come on. It's American. We're talking to cattle. <laughs> Moo. When my friend Casey visited me from Alabama, <laughs> She came out here and like people think, oh, you live in the Northwest. It's like Seattle. No, where I live, it is not Seattle. It is mm-hmm. sagebrush. It's mountains and it's sagebrush mm-hmm. and it's valleys. And she was just like, this is amazing. Like you're in the wild, wild west. <laughs> <laughs> is John Wayne around here? John Wayne. John Wayne. You do? (laughs) I do. My dad, my dad loves John Wayne. Okay. Have you ever seen Shanghai Noon with Jackie Chan and Owen Wilson? Oh, yes, yes, yes. (laughs) I love Jackie Chan. I've seen Jackie Chan. Do you remember the scene where in the, the, he always says in that movie, John Wayne, John Wayne. Um, They're in the bathtubs and they're they're drinking and they're playing the card game or like the Uh thingy game. I don't think Uh I've ever laughed so hard in my life at a movie. I just, pure pleasure out of that one. I loved it. But yeah, my dad, my dad actually has a bar. He converted his barn into a bar. And okay. he calls it Duke's Bar because Duke was his Duke. horse. Duke yeah. was the name of John Wayne's horse. And my mm-hmm. dad had a big, tall horse named Duke who we just had to put down a couple of years ago. Um, but he's got old John Wayne memorabilia <laughs> all mm-hmm. over. It's a pretty cool place. They've got the neon lights and like the billiards table. And that's where we hang out when the weather is good. Cool. It's really fun. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> nice to meet um, How did we get out of <laughs> No idea. Oh, it's time how we start talking about your mom and different shapes for different figures That's and then true. melted chocolate. And then yeah. there we went. Listen, whatever shape we are, like, let's just, let's just be beautiful. Yeah. Let's, let's care. Let's care. I bought new bras this week because I was changing in front of my husband and I was like, if he, this thing should be <laughs> burned. Not even burned. It's like just put out to pasture. It should be put out to pasture. We should compost this. <laughs> Bury it in the compost pile. It's just so poorly fitting. It's really hard to find mm. nice fitting bras. That's just a real challenge for me as things as things go south and bras are meant to like hold things in place, but like your your chocolate's melting. Your chocolate's melting. <laughs> Speaking of melting chocolate. Look <laughs> how you all built wah, the chocolate wah. into a cup. <laughs> Is there a problem? <laughs> 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 
<laughs> anyway. Here we are, ladies. Anyways, working backwards for beauty. Sure. Um, <laughs> thanks for being here with us. We love that you're here with us every week. We're going to be back again next Monday, mm-hmm. rescuing the art of homemaking homemaking from the daily grind in the meantime dm us over on instagram follow us over on instagram that's where all the links to all our advertisers all of our coupon codes that you need and you'll find us over there uh but direct message us and shoot us some homemaking questions maybe we'll build an episode around those very soon very good can you hear my children upstairs oh my god just now just now here we go friday (laughs) night ladies we'll see you guys back here again next monday cheers cheers